there, and welcome to the beautiful and the pretty landscapes of Me Mind with Stephen Taylor. Today we're going to talk about all things St. Patrick's. Well, some things about St. Patrick's. We've got to talk about all things St. Patrick's. We've got to talk about a little bit about St. Patrick's, I did, because today he be St. Patrick's Day today. So, if you don't know, then St. Patrick was actually the patron saint who brought Christianity to Ireland. And that's why we celebrate St. Patrick. Well, I'm pretty sure that's a gist of it. I'm more of a St. Michael kind of guy. Or a St. Anthony. I like a, a good old St. Anthony to help me find me keys or whatever. You know, do you know what I'm saying? They could go on like this, but I don't think I will go on like this because it might be a wee bit embarrassing if I keep if I keep going on talking in an Irish accent. Actually, I'll tell you a wee little story about w- one one day, me me and my friends were, were in uh, a greater city, and it was called Sydney. And we were there, and we were going to some sort of skating demo, as I remember. And we got on a bus, and... I said to my friend, I said, what if we go the whole day speaking like Irishmen? And he said, okay, because he's he's an Irishman as well. So, well, I, I'm not an Irishman. I think I've spoken about it before. I'm actually only a quarter Irish. But, but it seems to be if you're Irish or a quarter or a large amount, you seem to be quite Irish. You just represent, you represent Ireland because that's what you do. So, so we get on the bus and we say, I'm a morning to you, Mr. Bus Driver. We, we are going to a, a Bundy Junction. And my mate says, he's laughing, he's laughing, he's having a good old bit of crack. And he's saying, he said, I'm a morning to you too, Mr. Bus Driver. And you wouldn't believe it, but the bus driver, he replies back, he says, I'm a morning to you, Paddy. Top of the morning to you. Anyway, we'll stop. He's like that. I'll do okay. I'm going to apologise uh, for the... The quality, uh, it might sound a bit ambient because I'm doing it with my head, 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 headphones for my cellular device. I'm actually not doing it on my normal microphone because, um, well, I'm just not. <laughs> uh, no, it's actually not my choice. My wife is actually studying at the moment, so we share a laptop at this present time. I could get my laptop fixed, but... I don't want to. I don't want to pay for antivirus when I know it won't get a virus if it can't connect to the internet. Isn't that? That's a bit lazy, really. But it's a good laptop. It's solid. It's well designed. It's so heavy. It weighs about five kilos, which laptops laptops don't weigh five kilos anymore. <laughs> in in my head, they seem to do though. Like. When I think of a laptop, I don't think of this small thing. I think of a laptop, like a lapdog or a Labrador, you know, something large, you know. <clears throat> anyway, how's the week been? Has it been all right? Have we started answering yet? Not yet. Almost. We'll get there. Um, my week's been good. It's been busy. Um, I just had uh, my two days off. I'm back to work today in the afternoon. And, um, yeah, I'm going to go in and probably drink a Guinness. I'll definitely have a Jameson tonight, you know, St. Patrick's Day and all that. Do you think they, well, they would, they would celebrate St. Patrick's Day in Ireland. Yeah. 
the world exists today. I like the whole Chicago celebration, how they make that river that runs through Chicago green. They do like the whole green river. That's awesome. But do you think that's like a too far celebration? Like you got to think years and years ago when they were probably celebrating the patron saint of Christianity, um, Saint Patrick, they probably just had like a big feast, you know, and like played homage to him instead of making the, turning the whole world green, you know, like it's a, it's quite the phenomenon, 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 I can't say it today. It's quite the spectacle. <laughs> it's quite the spectacle it is today, you know, which is, um, you know, for better or worse. I think people need a good celebration as well. I think that's the thing about Australians that people don't understand. They say, oh, you guys just drink and you drop a hat. It's like, no, we just like to celebrate. We like to celebrate all things, whether it be the baptism of a child or the christening of a child. Excuse me. Or a birthday, or Christmas, or Easter, or Arbor Day, which is actually the American... It's, we don't even celebrate Arbor Day in Australia, I don't think. But I do. I have some... What would be a, a tree-related drink? I have a... A... Um, on the spot. I got nothing. I don't know. No idea. Mead? Is that from trees? No. Uh, Canadian Club. Because maple is from a maple tree. So on Arbor Day, all you do is drink CC. CC drives. Maybe not dry. Just CC would be fine. Um, but going on about uh, CCs and whiskeys, I really like Irish whiskey. Yeah. Because it tastes like whiskey. No, it doesn't taste like whiskey. It just tastes like alcohol. I think that's the greatest attribute um, an alcohol can have. I don't like it when... I, I struggle the same thing with a lot of, with like a lot of uh, craft beers, is I struggle, I struggle to get past the hoppy taste sometimes, like they taste so much like hops, it tastes fruity, and I just don't want fruit in my beer, I just want beer in my beer, so I tend to go for like a lot of plain Jane beers, like, uh, <laughs> like, like Carlton Draft or 4X. Uh, these are all Australian beers. I don't know if they have them overseas, but yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't like hoppy beers. No, I do know. I do know that I don't like hoppy beers. I don't I don't mind some of them. Like there's one called the Pacific Yak, which is like a fat yak brand, which isn't too bad. I don't mind that one. But yeah, I just like, like I like Rushes. I, re I really like Rushes. Actually, I was uh, getting lunch with one of my friends and we went to a place in town. We went to a couple of places and it was closed. And then we went to another place and it was closed. And then we walked around and we ended up getting, uh, we ended up going to this um, place, a nice place, nice area. And we, we get the beers. He's like, oh, what do you want? I was like, whoa, they got rushes. I have a rushes. It's good in rushes. So, okay. Um, and, and uh, it, it was it's the best drink. It's the best drop. If you're going to find Reshers on tap, get it. Before they discontinue Reshers, because I guarantee that's going to happen one of these days, because Reshers is so good on the logo. It says, a real drink. 
<laughs> that's when you know it's a solid drink when it just says a real drink you know gotta love uh love rushes and uh i was telling him a story years and years ago before i picked up a knife and started like banging around on the tools and jumping on services um my i i guess uh pop right he uh he he used to be a a mobile dj so he'd go to um this is where, where we lived uh in my hometown he used to go from town to town they would book him, of course, and he would do like a, a DJ set. And generally, DJ in in Australia or like his representation of it was a little bit different to like DJ Skrillex and stuff like that by today's standards of DJing or even like, um, you know, old school DJs like DJ Green Lantern and um, who's the other guy? Um, DJ Premier, you know, like, he wasn't, like, scratching decks and stuff. He was just, like, playing music in, like, pubs and stuff and clubs. And I remember uh, I, I went in and did... This is the first time me and my friend got to do our by ourselves without him. And we went to this tiny, like, tiny, tiny town. And, um, th- yeah, ti- tiny. I'm telling you, there was a pub. And like a general store, which was the post office, pharmacy, whatever. It was everything in the one store. And then there was a couple of houses on the main strip. And we, we did our set and, it, you know, it was it was awesome. It was cool. And then after we, like, got a beer and we're like, oh, what do we drink? And all there was on tap was Reshers and Forex. <laughs> and at the time, I didn't drink Midstrange, which Forex is a Midstrange. So I was just like, oh, we're drinking Rushes then. We drank, drank Rushes all night, slept in the car. And uh, I just remember having so much fun and drinking Rushes. So there's my Rushes story. Everyone's got a Rushes story, surely. Um, if you haven't drank a Rushes draft or Rushes Pilsner, go and try some. I don't endorse um, drinking a lot, but I do endorse Australian products. And Rushes is definitely one of those one of those beers you have to try before they discontinue. It's like the when they, they took away marble chocolate, you know? You had to get in while it lasted. I know they brought it back, but it's just not the same. They made it like into like a weird fudge instead of just like white chocolate, dark chocolate. Yeah, or milk chocolate, white chocolate. Anyway, they made it into some kind of funky fudge and uh, I'm not on board. That is not kosher, as they say in um, certain circles. Um, yeah, so go, go and try Rushes. That, that leads me to my next point, which is, uh, uh, there's no real point really. Uh, I I just thought I could segue into something. Oh, actually I did. I did. I did have something. something. Uh, it's a quick bit of like gaming. I know I don't do like a, I'm not like a dedicated gaming, um, news channel or whatever, but how awesome if you if you've got an xbox and you're on xbox games pass you can just how awesome is it that bethesda games are on game pass now so like skyrim fallout um uh, some of the games are already on there fallout 76 um dishonored all the dishonored games are on there praise on there oh man it's so good it is so good i'm so happy because i i um i really like fallout um 
for the for the majority, I never played like one or two, but I played three. I played three a lot. And the the best thing about Fallout is it kind of tallies your total playtime. And I think on my Fallout Four playthrough, I'm level. This is how long I've played it. I'm level ninety. 95 right I'm level 95 <laughs> and I'm up to and I'm up to like 5 days <laughs> of like total play time so that's like yeah a lot <laughs> yeah it's awesome and they did that with um, Fallout 3 and I didn't realise like what that was like every time I saved like the counter would come up and I was just like, what the, are these like the date? And then I didn't really pay attention to it. And then, yeah, obviously it was the time. It was like 300 hours or something like that. It's like a lot, a lot, <laughs> a lot of time I put into that game. And like a lot of those like games, they're just wandering. Like you just walk around for hours. I played from 10 o'clock to like one thirty the other night and it, it yeah, it just felt like I went nowhere. <laughs> yeah, you know. But that's the type of game it is. So that's what makes it so fun as well, is that, like, you just wander. You know, you, you, you fully become, like, who, who sang the song? Dion. You fully become the wanderer, which is, yeah, it's awesome. I really like it. Um, yeah, go check it out. Go get the games fast and check out some um, Bethesda games, which is, yeah, awesome. Even the, re- the remastered this, uh, Skyrim's on there, which is sick. That's what I was hoping was, like, going to make it. Of course it was going to make it, because it's all Bethesda games. So, so what's happened is, like, Microsoft um, bought Bethesda, like, bought them out. So they, um, Bethesda still operates as Bethesda, but Microsoft owns it. So they have the the rights to use it in their Game Pass, I guess, which is awesome. Microsoft will, like, if they haven't already taken over the world, they will. Yeah. Him, and, like, Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos, like, the Amazon dude. They're, they're coming. They're coming for the world. I used to think J.J. Abrams was, like, coming because he, <laughs> he started doing, um... Oh, he did, like, Super 8. And then he did... This is... Yeah, he did Super 8. He did Lost. He took everyone by storm with Lost. And then he did Super 8. Took the world by storm again. And then he had, like, Steven Spielberg backing him then. And then he did the first Star Wars. And I was like, this is it this is it, he's gonna take all our, he's gonna, he's gonna run the world now, he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna start changing history, he's gonna, like what Ryan Murphy's doing now, he's like, yeah, I think I spoke about it before, but he's like changing, he's changing history by like, through fictionalised recounts, a fictionalised recount of the events. Actually, I am enjoying um, the tr- like the people versus OJ Simpson with Cooper Goody Jr. and John Travolta and ooh, 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 David Schwimmer. Isn't it like David Schwimmer is such a typecast that he plays David Schwimmer in every role he does, which kind of sucks for David Schwimmer because I wish there was like a role. I've never seen him play the the like bad boy with a devil may care attitude <laughs> you know yeah I've, n- I've never seen that for david schwimmer because i say uh, you know you see it for a lot of um a lot of actors they try to not play actually one i seen recently was god or like godless it was jeff bridges as the bad guy that just doesn't care 
and that yeah, that was awesome yeah go check out that godless it's limited series on nitty flixie yeah it's awesome that's a really good it's a really good show um yeah yeah so bethesda is now owned by microsoft so there was like the the lead guy on like future project i can't remember the exact the exact title or the guy's exact name but he come out and said that in a ign i think uh an ign uh interview he was like they, they asked him so what game are you looking forward to the most and it's like well the games i'm looking forward to haven't even been like announced so it makes you wonder if there's like a Bethesda and Microsoft hybrid game coming out, which would be cool. Uh, I just hope it's not another Halo, really. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me wrong, like, don't mind Halo. I just don't like it anymore, I think. I played a lot as a kid. This is how, like, it's how old I am, or rather getting, is that when... So, in today's gaming world we have what's called the internet this will sound crazy (laughs) but the internet connects all these players into one server which creates multiplayer so you can play with someone from tokyo or uh, china or america or whatever you know new zealand wherever you can play with anybody around the world at at any given moment right and um Sorry, I didn't mean to sniffle. It just, you know, I get, I get just sniffles. Um, yeah, so... What the... Oh, gosh. Sorry, my lungs needed a stretch. <laughs> um, so, so what that means is that you can play with... Like I said, you can play with anyone at any given moment. So how we used to play multiplayer is that you would bring your Xbox, you would bring a TV... And you would go to a friend's house. And I remember... Um, one... A couple of times. You know. But the the one... The, the big one that I remember... There was like... Uh, I reckon there was like 10 of us. I reckon. It might... 8 or 10. Between 8 and 10. <laughs> so 9? No. <laughs> it was like 8 or 10 or 9. Right? 8, 9 or 10 of us. And we're all linked up. And we're all playing Halo 2. And this is the one with the energy swords. And I remember I, I called my, like, um, my game attack. It was yourself. So, like, anytime I'd kill this guy, it would say, yourself killed killed him. And, it, you know, I tried to make it look like you killed yourself. Right? That was, like, the kind of play on it. And this guy got so mad, eh? He was like, I keep saying I killed myself, but I didn't. I, I didn't! And, you know, we're like... Ooh, 12, 13, I think. And we're all hooked up by a LAN. So, local area network, I think LAN stands for. LAN? Anyway, so we're all connected through VCRs and, like, um, multi-adapters and, like, multi-AV cable adapters. And we're all connected together. We're all sitting in front of our, like, our Xboxes and our TVs, and some were on, like, split screen on one TV, and it, it was awesome. That's what, like, games, for something so antisocial, it made it social, because we all had to congregate in the same room, and, like, play our Xboxes. 
And yeah, I remember being pretty good. Uh, I was talking to my friend about it maybe a couple of months ago, and he was like, I, I always, like, I don't rip on Halo all the time, but I don't like Halo anymore. And he always says, like, man, you used to be so good at Halo. You probably still are so good at Halo. You're like, yeah, he brings up that story. He's like, man, you, like, dominated so hard. And I was like, well, you know, I'm just, because I'm, like, half Asian, I'm, like, naturally good at most video games. Sporting games, I'm, like, not great at. It takes me a while to get into it. Yeah, it takes me a while for sport games to actually hit a kind of, like, stride. Yeah, it takes me a long time. There's one, there's one game that I... Like, one sport game that just sucks. And it's cricket. <laughs> I, cannot, I can't play cricket in real life, really. And I can't play cricket on a video game. That's how much my... Excuse me. That's how much my blood just does not like cricket. <laughs> Because I can't play it on a video game, which I should be able to play. I should be able to play any video game, which I can. I can play any video game, but I can't play, um, I can't really play it. But that's okay. You know, like sometimes you just, sometimes it's just not worth it. You know, sometimes you don't need to video a video game. Uh So that concludes the part of the episode where I talk about videos. I'll probably like dive back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But I just want to say, so last episode, I got really cranky at some jet skis and I listened to it back because sometimes I listen to it back. Most of the time I have to listen to it back to see like how I can get better and pick up on little uh, things that I do. And you can't hear them. <laughs> so I, I sound like a lunatic yelling at nothing which I'm telling you, I'm telling you, these two persons rocked up in jet skis and got really loud and it made me extremely cranky, but you can't even hear them. You can't hear the jet skis, not one bit. So yeah, who's crazy? Probably me, but that's all right. You know, uh, I am okay with it because that's how... Anyway, I'll stop because I'll just sound more crazy and crazy and crazy. So it brings me to like my next, um, getting cranky, right? So, uh, I used to work at this place that did, um, no, this is another, so bear with me guys. Oh, all right guys. So here we go. Here's some, uh, hospitality stories, right? So I worked in this place that did womb service and... In hospitality, you ju- I've said it before, but you generally meet some some far-out characters, eh? <laughs> like, yeah. If you think that you meet some weird people in your industry, then, well, I guess you've just met some weird people because you meet weird people in hospitality. I just feel like because hospitality hires from the, um, the not, I don't want to say the dregs, but the, the outcasts of society for the most part, like, you just get some weirdo people. And I don't think it's, like, anyone's fault. Like, it's just, it just what happens. Like, we had one guy um, that they hired at, at this one place I worked at. And he, he wasn't very good. And he ended up, um, you know, uh, we made, like, jus. Not to, not to order, because you got to order. But we used to make, like, big batches of and we put them in like large like 30 litre pots and <laughs> this guy just thought it was rubbish eh like didn't say anything to anybody poured it down the sink 
and wash the pot, excuse me, and wash the pot. And then one of the chefs came around and like, mate, what happened to that pot that was on the bench? He's like, oh, I cleaned it. It's like, mate, you didn't ask anyone. So like, oh, it looked dirty. It looked like it had black water in it. So I just got rid of it. Like, mate, if you know how long a jus took, then you, you wouldn't be so plaze about throwing out, you know, <laughs> three days worth of work, you know? Yeah, far out, man. Like, that's a long time. Three days is a long time of work, right? For anybody. Sorry, I've got the sniffles. Um, yeah. Anyway. And so, um, yeah, he wasn't very good. And then he just didn't turn up one day. And we're like, oh, where's so-and-so? We're like, oh, oh, I don't know. Um, I must have called in sick. And then... The, the next week goes by. He's rushed on for another two shifts during this week and nothing, nothing, nothing. We hear about nothing. We hear nothing from him. And then on the Monday, we find out that he was on parole and he broke his parole. <laughs> he, he unfortunately got put back in jail. Imagine that. No one even like background checked this guy. He just applied, got the job. And like a big establishment as well, like a lot of fancy stuff kicking around. Uh, not like speaking ill of him, like he could have been in for whatever. He could have been out on parole for, you know, just crossing slide work wrong. I don't know what you get arrested for these days, but yeah. No, I'm not speaking down on him at all. Like, you know, you got to respect the hustle. At least he's trying to get a job. Some people try to take advantage of the system, but I don't know any of those people, so it's all good. Um... <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. You just like, yeah. Got, got put back in prison because he's out on parole. No, no one fact-checked it or did anything about it. Right, so you meet some, some crazy k k k k k characters right? So, <laughs> and they don't last, sometimes they don't last long as well. It's like there's this weird, um, there's this weird thing in hospitality as well. Like if you, if you just don't like the job, then you just walk. Like some people just think it's appropriate just to like, oh, well, it won't get better than today, so... I don't need to waste my time. Like, it's this weird ego thing where they think, I can get a job anywhere. Even though it took them three months to get this job. Yeah, I can get a job anywhere. I don't need this job. So I'm going to walk and go do another job. You know. Of course, some people have those options, but some people don't when they walk, right? So, he, um... We're up there. And he's he already messed up once, um, undercooking a chicken. And the sous chef at the time just gave him, like, disappointed dad. It's like, come on, bro, you've been cooking for 30 years or 20 years or whatever. Like, you should know how to cook chicken. Like, what's, what's up with that? And then he told one of the uh, commie chefs to, like, put a steak in the microwave. <laughs> and then, oh, he did something else. He stitched someone else up. Um, it was like, they, they we sous vide, like, pork cutlets. And... He just threw this guy under the bus. He was like, no, this guy told me this temperature. And it's like, well, that's not the temperature. Did you tell him this temperature? He's like, no, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. This guy is just making it up. He must have misheard me. <laughs> you know, anyway. He uh, he had a very interesting name. I won't say his name because, you know, you never know who's listening. But um, at, at this place, we all used to go up and we help each other, you know. We all help the team, help each other. And we used to make... Uh, it was either apples for apple crumble or potatoes for chips. I used to peel the potatoes and make like hand cut chips, right? And 
we're all up there and, you know, we're just talking trash or whatever, you know, giving it to some people, you know, talking about whatever. And, you know, we're all peeling apples, you know, helping each other out. And this, uh, this dude, this, this, uh, chicken guy, he like, it's dead quiet. I'm telling you, like, ghostly dead, like walking into an abandoned factory quiet, like super quiet. And he just like, he grabs, he puts his stuff down, right? <laughs> no word of a lie, right? He puts his, he puts down his peeler and his apple and he grabs like the person's arm next to him and the next person after him is like, should we all sing a song? And he goes, Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. And we're all like, what is going on? This dude is weird, man. And, you know, the sous, the sous chef at the time was like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> what's happening? He's like, oh, I just thought, you know, because we're all in a circle, we should all sing Kumbaya. <laughs> Man, you're weird, bro. You're super weird. And we all just kind of laughed it off. And, um, yeah, then then he left. He, like, got his stuff and he was out on his way out. One of the chefs said to him, he was like, oh, um, he was like, oh, I'm done. I was like, oh, yeah, done for the day. And he was like, no, nah, I'm just done. And then walked out and then not to be seen again. <laughs> yeah. yeah crazy singing in a circle sing kumbaya it was, it was weird man hey i've never seen anyone do that like i've seen some weird stuff in in kitchens um <laughs> that's, that's so weird man like of all the things to to sing that song as well you know like kumbaya because we're all in a, just coincidentally we're in a circle as well like it's not um it's not on purpose, but I think he was a bit of a... Well, he was definitely a weirdo. If you're going to stand in a circle around a bunch of dudes and um, sing Kumbaya and try and hold each other's hands, like, that's pretty strange behaviour, isn't it? Like, right? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just picturing the guy. He's a big dude too. Like, I'm 6'4", and he would have been my height, you know? Like, yeah. So that was at 190 centimeters or something like that. So hang on. Yeah, so he was a tall dude. Uh, anyway, so you you want another one? Let's go another one, right? So, sorry, I've got the sniffles bad. I'll tell you what happened. Um, I paused this uh, to... Uh, I was getting a bit irritated in my nose, and I thought it was a nose hair. Oh, you know, if it grosses you out, I'm very sorry. But I got the tweezers, and I pulled this hair, and it was not the right hair <laughs> and now it just hurts and my eyes are watery my nose stings like it just sucks it sucks right now to touch my nose or even look I sneeze six times in a row that's not good that's look it's not good being anyway so we'll bang on so there was <laughs> like you said you just meet some characters there was this girl and she was a bit um, just not like, she didn't have a lot of common sense, but she was clearly smart because she was studying, um, she was studying something. So in, in my eyes, if you're studying anything at uni, you obviously must be academically applied, you know, like you must be smart to some degree to go and study that thing. Right. And, um, yes, but she, she wasn't common sense smart. She would just say yes to a lot of stuff and just kind of float around all the time. And she she was working like the room service shift 
And room service, you get weird requests anyway. You know, like you get some strange stuff. Yeah, just just some weird stuff happens. It's I don't know. It's a different kind of, it's a different kind of service. Room service. And um, <laughs> he, um uh, it's like ten thirty at night or like ten o'clock or something like that. And um, an order comes through, and it says chicken Caesar. With scrambled eggs. <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't a chicken Caesar. It was just a Caesar salad with a scrambled egg. And uh, the, the sous chef at the time, he grabs the docket, like, snatches it off the docket, reads it, and he goes, I won't say a name. Um, <laughs> and he goes, Hey, we're not doing that. And like flicks the duck back. <laughs> like he calls her over. He's like, "Hey, hey, you." He didn't say you. He said a name, but I'm not going to say a name. Hey, we're not doing that. <laughs> like flicks the duck at her. Walks away. <laughs> you know, it was such like a one of those like thug life moments. And she was so flat. You know, so like um, taken away. She was like, uh, "Okay, I'll call them back." It was like. Scrambled eggs on a Caesar salad. We're not doing that. <laughs> I don't think he swore as well. You see, you know, bugger off or whatever. But it was so, oh, it was so funny, eh? Like, I know it's like, it's a weird thing to find funny. Like someone being arrogant towards another person. But the delivery and like the swagger and like the, the flick of the docket. Like, you know, he just flicked it out of his hand. Oh, it was so cool, man, eh? And then, you know, he just walked away with, like, the Thug Life music playing. <laughs> like, the shades come down, you know. No, that didn't happen, but... Yeah, that's what it was like. And, um... <laughs> it was so good, eh? But, like, who would get that? Who would get scrambled eggs on a Caesar salad? Like, it's such a strange request. You get something like... Like, a Caesar salad generally has, like, a soft-boiled or, like, a poached egg, right? And, um... Yeah, they wanted, like, wet, creamy eggs. Yeah. It was so strange. So strange. I would not want that on my eggs, on my salad. Not that I would eat, like, a lot of salad. I don't mind a salad, but it has to be on, like, the side. <laughs> I wouldn't order just a salad and eat it. It's just never... It's not... It never satisfies me, so I have to eat, like... You know, a large quantity of meat. You know what I'm saying? Baby! Anyway. Um, so there was this other, this other girl. And she always used to come in. And generally in like a service scenario or like a kitchen scenario. If you're running low on something, you tell the front of house. And they keep track of it for you. So as soon as they sell one, they mark it off. And then, you know, we can double check the count and whatever. Um, some places do it well. Some places don't do it very well. You know, it's just the way it happens. And this girl comes in and she used to like, excuse me, she used to knock on like the, the kitchen. There's no door, but she used to knock on, on like the kitchen, like door frame. She'd go, knock, knock. Oh, 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 I'm just checking that we've got, Four four lamb shanks uh, for for service and, and like the sushi go, no, we actually have plenty. 
they they must be yesterday's. And she goes, oh, no, 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 well, no, 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 hang on, I got it wrong, I got it wrong. Sorry, 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 sorry. She goes, let me start again, let me start again, let me start again. Alright. She goes, knock, knock. She'd knock first and then say knock, knock. Knock, knock. According to my, according to my records, that's what she'd say. <laughs> according to my records, we've got four, four lamb shanks left. Is, is that correct? And so Shepherd go, we actually have plenty. We actually have plenty of lamb shanks. They must have been yesterday's. Oh, oh, okay. I'll, I'll adjust my records. <laughs> and then she'd toddle off. <laughs> go like adjust it. Uh, knock, knock. Excuse me, chefs. Uh, just, just wondering if we still have three beef burgers left. No, we have plenty. They must be yesterday's. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll adjust my records. <laughs> yeah, pretty funny. Um, and you know that's just the way it is. You hire some strange people, and not even you hire them. They just turn up. You know, like out of out of thin air, they just manifest themselves, right? Um, yeah. So I hope you enjoyed that one. Cause that that's that's one of my favourite ones. I like that one. <laughs> just so knock knock. Yeah. Um, she. <laughs> yeah, she was a character, man. Eh, like that girl. Yeah, what a character. Um, yeah, it's so strange. And like, I'm not downplaying or like vilifying anyone like when I do these hospitality things I'm just telling you about my experiences and how I perceive them like it's not like it's not a bag on anyone or I'm not like throwing shade on anyone or anything like that I'm just talking about what's happened to me in the industry and it's from my perspective there's always two sides to every story and I can only tell you mine you know what I'm saying so like if I get a story wrong that someone else has been a part of. Feel free to tell me, but I'm not going to like, I'm only telling you what I've seen, you know, that's just what happens. Because uh, one of the, one of the guy, one of one of my friends said, oh, that's not how like that, um, look man, that's not what he used to do. He used to do other things as well. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, I can't speak about every, if I told every story just in a row, there'd be nothing else to speak about now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we got to, we got to stretch it out stretch it out make it long lasting you know so it's not over in a heartbeat you know but big things big things are coming with uh with the whole stories not really i've just got more stories i like to tell stories so the the, the one thing i don't like is stories when i'm asking for stuff though like um i'm trying to teach this apprentice at the moment so you don't need to tell me what you're doing you just need to tell me a time and that's it. <laughs> if I ask you for something, you just need to tell me a time. Yeah. I used to say, when I was younger, I used to say, I don't care how, how hard the road was to Babylon, just tell me you got there. <laughs> During service, you don't need to tell me that. You know. But uh, yeah, I, li I like having apprentices. I like training them. It's good fun. Like I've said it before, it's you, you're just passing down the knowledge. You're telling... You don't need to be arrogant about it either. Like you just need to pass the knowledge down and show those guys that they can do it as well. You know, it's that ah uh, moment that I love. Yeah. Ah, so that's how you peel an onion. <laughs> you know, I lo I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Mm. And like, 
when they say something that they think is funny but it's actually true it's like <laughs> yeah I'm just gonna peel the salary and it's like well you can peel salary <laughs> yes yes you can you can actually peel celery and I actually oh I'm not getting arrogant about it but you know yeah every chef's got like one piece of like useless food information <laughs> like there's always uh, one that it's it, it won't benefit anybody for any reason but you just keep telling people like it will change their life. <laughs> like I worked with this one guy and he always used to tell me, um, he always used to, um, you know, like have that bit of useless information and he'd be like, do you know what the, the lining on an egg is? And you go, what, <laughs> what is it? The lipodial. That's the thin layer on an egg. Don't you know? Don't you know that about eggs? It's like, why would I know that about eggs? I know you boil them, you poach them, you scramble them, you braise them, you can marinate them, you can pickle them, you can do anything you want with egg. Why would I need to know about the lipodial layer of an egg? Do you know there's actually three intricate layers of an egg? It's like, shut up, man. <laughs> shut up, you know. I like to think that I don't have a lot of useless information. I do actually. I have a plethora of useless information. I think my number one. Um, uh, I don't really know. I've got a lot of like useless ones. I like to challenge young guys and ask them if they know who Augusta Scoffier is, and then they, you know, king of chefs. I made one. I've I've made a couple of guys over the years like look him up. I made this apprentice that I didn't make him, but I said you got to look it up. You know you got to know your history because hospitality is. I've said it before. Hospitality is such a young history. Like you need to know it. Better to catch up now than when it's too far. You don't want to be ten years in your cooking career and not know how you got here, <laughs> not know why you cook and like what the advantages of cooking are. You know you want to be able to figure that out in the first couple of months you know and props to him he actually um he's a good kid yeah reminds me a lot of a apprentice i had <laughs> he was an idiot man eh? <laughs> he was he come out really really good though you know he like um Im immersed himself in the hospitality um like history and the and the culinary history things and really got into it and really um really did really well eh? like he um He's a good kid. He and I, we did uh, easily 400, 450 people by ourselves. Eh? What well, felt like it was by ourselves. We, obviously, there was a team of chefs around us, but on that one section, I reckon we pumped out at least 450 covers. Yeah, just between him and I. We, it, usually, you'd need three people, but he and I, man, we just smashed it. Eh? Shout out. Shout out. You, you know who you are, bro. Yeah. Yeah, you know who you are. He's out of the trade now. He's doing like pipe laying or something you know good for him good on him because you know there's not a great deal of money but I like to tell this story uh, about him and it's not a bag it's just funny uh he's <laughs> he, he probably tell you it's not true but I <laughs> anyway um for the the first shift um he was green as man eh? when you talk about green like a green horn it's like knows nothing about cooking he just applied for the job to um because he needed a job and took the job because he needed a job. He was about oh, 18 or 19 or something at the time. 
and uh, you know he gets thrown on this section with me, this like you know rough guy, not rough, but like this this dude that just like you know works like a bloody hurricane sometimes and goes like pretty wild. And oh, I'm quite outspoken in kitchens. I've calmed down a lot in my in my later years, but I used to be like super direct, eh? Like bam, 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 barking, you know. And uh, I've changed a lot. Oh, I haven't changed that much. I've changed a little bit. And um, <laughs> one of the things I used to tell him, I said, brown is good. Brown on bread is good. That's the caramelization of the sugar. That's what makes bread good. That's what makes toast good is like when it caramelizes. So brown is good. Okay. We don't want pale. And I said, all right, toast me three pieces of bread for this sandwich. And he goes, he's gone. And I'm like, this kid's walked. <laughs> he's walked, man. And he goes into like the staff canteen. And he's put the bread in the toaster. <laughs> and he's stood there waiting for it to turn brown. And he's popped it, grabbed it, and then walked back. He's like, oh, chef, chef, here's, here's, your, here's your bread. And I was like, oh, you don't need to do that, man. Like, what are you doing? There's a, there's a salamander here. We'll show you how to use it and all that. I think I was quite meaner, but... Yeah, he, he, he turned out really good. Yeah. Oh, I don't see most of those guys as much as I'd like to, which is a bit sad, but, you know, we'll, we'll get together. There's a, there's a bit of a, a thing going around, like, last year and this year that's just stopping people from, you know, talking to each other. But, sorry, that was a bit loud, but we don't need to talk about that because that's not why you're here. If you want to hear about that stuff, go flick on to um, a dedicated channel for it because, you know, you're just not going to get the right information here, I feel. <laughs> I feel like I can talk about it, but... It just would not be accurate at all. It would just be a waste of everybody's time if we did it. So I'm not going to do it. But you know, apprentices are fun, man. Eh? They they're good fun they're, and they're a good laugh as well. Like especially when you get, you know, some cool personalities. This guy, the, this this guy, the toast guy, he um he didn't say much. You know, he was just one of those like you're like a Gary Cooper. You know he. The strong, silent type. You know, you're a legend. Cool kid. Um, what else have we got? Should we should we wrap up? Do plugs? What do you reckon? Do you want to do some plugs? You ready? Are you ready? The music will start in a sec. So, here we are. We're back at the show. Well, I'll do it. I'll do it all in the theme of St. Patrick's Day. We will do it like the Irishman would want us to do. Sorry, I don't have the greatest Irish accent, but I'm going to try. I'm going to try. That went a little bit post British, but we, you know, we just got to talk about it like this for a wee bit. So if you love the show and you've been listening religiously, like religiously, like how the the patron saint of Christianity brought religion and Christianity to the old Emerald Isle. Then you can go and you can, you can, I think you can subscribe to the channel on, uh, on, on the iTunes. You can go look up Me Mind with Stephen Taylor on iTunes and you can leave a review. You can leave a St. Patrick's scene review and you can give us five green stars. I don't know if you can do that, but let's pretend you can for the sake of the conversation that we're having. <laughs> Or you can follow it on, uh, uh, do we stop? No, we didn't. No, we didn't stop, Stefan. You think you've had to think that I would stop doing this on St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> to be sure, to be sure. That's probably the most hated quote 
to any Irishman is to be sure to be sure. So we're not going to be sure. We're sure that you can go to Spotify and you can follow this this episode. It's actually starting to get a bit irritating to me, so I'm going to stop. But look, honestly, any questions? You just want to tell me how bad my Irish accent is? You can do that as well. You can send an email to mymindpodcast at gmail.com or you can, like I said, leave a review on iTunes. Uh, five star, preferably. Please. Please, sir. A five star. No, you don't have to. But um, yeah, you can do that. Or you can go to Spotify and follow it. Uh, I do I do episodes weekly. Weekly. I know, yes, last week was a treat. You got two. But this week we're only doing... We do one and then we'll let this one grow and then we'll do another one next week. So, yeah. Is that it? But you can... Anywhere. Anywhere where you can listen to... I'm everywhere now, baby. I'm everywhere, baby. Huh? Ooh, papito. I'm everywhere. I'm in fuego. You know what I'm saying? Get me done. Anyway, if you are enjoying the show, go go show your love and like it. And let's walk this... Let's take this long walk together. Anyway, if you enjoy the show, thank you. And much love to everyone. And have a good week. Thank you.